0: Punners and dribblers, as always, we're brought brought to you by the greatest multivitamin ever conceived by man. Good day. Now, the reviews continue to flow in thick and fast. Have you got that one from the other day? Yeah, can I read it out? Yeah, read it out. It's so good. It's actually fucking unbelievable. What has been really nice, Tom and I reflecting on this the other day, is just how much people are finding it.
1: Beneficial to Massively their Massively
0: beneficial to their life. I know that at the start, there would have been a lot of cynics out there going, these cunts are full of shit. They don't know what they're doing. And you couldn't be more wrong, which just brings joy to my to my little heart and my little soul. Mm. Now, I want to get up this elite, absolutely elite review. And we do
1: appreciate the reviews. Obviously um look it's it's like the feedback is is positive so that's good but just being able to hear how it's helping you and the different thing the different ways you're seeing benefits um helps us know i guess the 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 most tangible there's like tangible benefits and there's intangible ones like energy for example you can feel An improvement in your daily energy Whereas then there's like Nutritional benefits Like liver health Or your fucking immunity Generally being boosted Those are ones Where you don't really notice that Until maybe you're on it for a while And you say You've got two young children In daycare Who come home sick as fuck And then you just don't Seem to be getting sick Where you used to get sick
0: Life changing Five stars Big fan of Hello Sports So my viewers Are always going to be biased I actually bought it for my wife Didn't mention who it was by And just let her see How it went for her Mum of three kids and runs her own busy business while I also work seven on seven off seven seven on seven off away. After three days, she was hooked, improved late in the day fatigue and mood. Came, come day seven, she had forgot to take her good day. Her mother was visiting and said the wrong thing and she snapped, instantly says, I'm sorry, I haven't had my good day. Next thing, the mum-in-law is now tasting it and they're walking around the house like they both just discovered fire and were the only ones to know about it. Good result. Even got some alone time with the added less fatigue with her, not her mom. That would be weird. (laughs) But I look into the future, I suppose. So (laughs) it's just, it's out there working its ass off, which is fucking terrific. There are downsides to being the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. And that's that in the last month in particular, sales have just gone fucking through the roof, which we love tripled i think tom so it's it was we basically got caught with our pants down a little bit and and not enough stock on hand yeah,
1: pants down cold little doodles. it
0: won't happen again that's a hollow sport promise however we are likely to sell out in the next probably four or five days roughly we will have stock for those with subscriptions yep. so you will never miss out if you're a subscriber you're good if you are a new subscriber as of when we sell out or you're, you're a new customer you won't be able to purchase well, you can purchase it but it won't arrive for about three weeks
1: yes so from here if you start subscribing you uh, basically, just locking it in so that when it uh, when it lands, then you're good to go and you're straight back on the train. So but
0: when so you'll know, partners and drivers, we'll do a bit of a thing on the Instagram when we do a sellout, and you'll notice on the website it'll flick from buy now to pre-order. Yeah, so that'll be the difference.
1: Listen, it's not ideal, but it also has really just means that it's been successful beyond our wildest imagination, and you just couldn't have planned for. Uh, it to go as well so quickly so we're fucking horny for that we got more as soon as as soon as we financially could we fucking ordered more and it's just the way that it goes the production again when you're getting primo quality shit it takes time and
0: it's got to be tested multiple times there's a bit of a process we've sped it up as much as we can it is what it is punters and jubblers bear with us so we'll let you know when it sells out but again it'll be this time sometime this week again and subscribers dude, you're all good it's funny you're all good
1: we've been looking at it going she's we might have a couple of days here where we don't have any we'll see but you know we should be all right and then just each day it keeps growing and there's like a, obviously you're fucking pumped for that then you go, like, oh shit it might actually be a little bit more maybe it's going to be a week where we won't have anything like oh fuck maybe it's going to be two weeks then on the weekend it's like it could sell out within days i'm like oh my God. God, fuck. Yes, great. Thank you all. But also, fuck. Yep.
0: So, subscribers, you're good. We'll let you know when it sells out. And fucking good on your Get good Get the day. fucking
1: pre-order in, though. It's clearly good shit. You don't want to miss it. Just become a subscriber and then you're fucking good to go.
0: Begoodhealth.com.au. Code Dribblers
1: for 20% off. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. For another week... Punters and dribblers, the home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Brought to you courtesy of the Diamond Tina Podcast Network. Joined again by my dear friend, loyal servant. Servant? Well, servant, you know, of sorts. I'm a servant to the punter and the dribbler. Uh, and and also my protege, <laughs> Edward Lloyd Simpson. Hello.
0: Fucking pleasure to be here.
1: Great to be back.
0: Yeah, back. It's been uh, an unusually long time away from the bikes for you and I. Yes. Obviously pumped out uh, three interviews back to back for you all to enjoy. Hope you marinated in all of them in equal measure.
1: Yes. Unfortunately, we couldn't get to an interview last week because you had to run away to a Bucks weekend.
0: Well, look. You got to do it. You can't fuck a Bucks off. No, you can't. Can you, bruh? No. You got to go in there. And you gotta rip in Yes, did you rip in? I ripped in Yeah? Yep You feeling alright? Felt awful yesterday Yes Awful yesterday Uh, But nothing, you know A little head tickle From the From the lovely lady couldn't fix Yeah You know, a little hug perhaps Yes Tell me that everything's gonna be alright Sweet nothing's in the ear, Tom Yes Get me back to where I need to be emotionally, and then I get up at the crack of dawn and I get into some work physically. Physically, okay? really, I get
1: my body back to where it needs to be. You earned it.
0: Physical. I mean, obviously, a specimen. We've yes. talked
1: at length about how I'm cut from sandstone. Probably sandstone. no, granite. You know, sandstone. Anyway, and now I feel fantastic. What sort of what sort of what sort of work do you get into at the
0: crack of dawn, Ed? Crack of dawn. So for those living on the east coast, well. The east coast of Astra- Sydney. Yeah.
1: Of Australia. <laughs> of
0: Australia. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know what the sun's doing further up north.
1: Well, I'm this just... is a global podcast though. What if some guys like I'm living okay. on the east coast of fucking you okay. know, Dublin Listen, Island? Well,
0: okay, let's talk Sydney. It's now at this time of the year before we wind the clocks uh forward or back. I don't know. When daylight savings ends. Do your own research. It's fucking dark pretty late in the peace. So like six thirty, it's pitch black. Mm. And I'm still up getting that work.
1: Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Granite, yeah, right. That right. Granite, granite stuff. Granite. What are you doing though,
0: uh, mate? I don't know. You're, this morning, you just yeah you're, you're, you're on the cow bikes. You're on the rower. You're on the ski ergs. You're doing box jumps. You're doing push ups. You're doing fucking uh, burpees, etc. etc. etc.
1: So nothing that requires too much co- coordination. Luckily for you,
0: mate. If you were in there, you wouldn't be able to even get on the boxes. You would trip over and but fall. But nothing in your fat that requires
1: face. coordination. Right, you don't have to like catch a ball or like skip.
0: Well, there was there there, there was wall wall throws,
1: what are wall throws. Them? Right, really. So we're throwing like a huge, huge ball, that huge like fifty kilo. Doesn't require coordination. Fifty though, kilo right? medicine
0: ball doesn't require yes, it does. coordination. You just set You just said throwing a ball. Two yeah, kids yeah, kids but kids.
1: it's like a fucking huge ball. But it's right? heavy as fuck. You don't have to be coordinated to catch a giant ball. You might have to have a little strength. Bit of that granite you're talking about, but zero coordination is really required. I disagree. I well, would disagree. That's exactly what someone without coordination like would say. like you would drop it on your fat toe. That's tars. something that someone without coordination when you would say. Yeah, well, look, that is by the by. Coordination at a minimum for you, but look, you are. I've, look, I feel nose. like we're
0: we're arguing already. You're in a mood for some reason. God, attacking me personally? Not
1: at all. Well, it feels like that. No, mate. Uh,
0: huge weekend of sport,
1: Ed. When isn't it? February. But it's not February, is it? No. It's March. It's March. Almost April. Scary. Now, um, obviously, another great weekend of rugby league. Not everything went our way personally on a personal level. i tell you, none of my bets came off. Mm. Feel like not our fault entirely, but we'll get to the, the the punting side of things a little later. Now, obviously, Manly lost Eddie, and we are very conscious that the punter and the dribbler, there are many that aren't Manly fans, and they don't want to hear us you know, piss and moan about another bad Manly performance. They might revel in it, but they don't want to hear us get sad about it. So we're not going to. Disappointing performance. But but that's not the point. It's not the point. That's not what we're going to get into. It's not what we want to talk about. The thing that I want to talk about, Eddie, that came out of the, ga- ga- the game at Manly on the weekend is this, this uh, hysteria around the Brookvale Oval uh, pitch. Oh, that's hysteria. You know when you go to... India uh, to play cricket, for example. Yes. And the pitch is a goat track. Yeah. Turns a mile, dancing nut, spinning nut, but a goat track nonetheless. Nonetheless. And, and now, that's in India, who is
0: you know funded by the the hey, Indian Cricket Board, which
1: is the most fucking well funded.
0: What's the world? Well, it's the most well funded. The
1: Then you go to it. You go to England. What does the ball do? The nut swings and moves and turns around corners and wigs everyone out. Cloudy as fuck. Different conditions. Then you come to Australia and you play cricket, fast pace, bouncy, fast as fuck. Yeah. Now, all Brookvale is is an attempt to try and spice up a pitch mm. in the rugby league world. Yeah. A pitch that does something a little different. Now is plays it, a few tricks, Tom. Exactly. Now is it is it really that bad that you know the pitch is sort of ninety percent thickened mud? Thickened, creamy mud with some grass on top.
0: What, what do we always do? What do we always do? We always say, remember the good old days. Now, you and I are starting to get to a period where we can say that. But the old dribblers at every suburban ground in Australia always sit there and fucking go on and on and on about remember the good old days. Well, the good old days were played were matches played on pitches that didn't drain at all. No, zero drain. Mud. Like, up to your eyeballs Yeah, like trench warfare stuff That's it Right, World War One stuff In terms of, I mean We're talking Look and feel K- Kokoda track vibes Kakoda track vibes f- <laughs> uh, After a fresh downfall Yeah You know what I mean? Yeah And people loved it There was mud everywhere Fucking f- Fuzzy Aussie wearing- Angels saving people <laughs> Not in the football I don't know how many people liked the Kokoda track Pretty weird sort of tangent I'm talking more about people going, yes, this is rugby league at its fucking best. (laughs) It's a throwback, dude. It's People wearing hot, hot cotton. Not hot, heavy cotton. Heavy cotton. Hot and heavy cotton. It's hot and heavy cotton. It's a natural fiber, Tom. Yeah. It's a natural fiber. Yeah. You know, lugging around an extra 10 kilos. That's when
1: Warriors were made. That's when rugby league was rugby league. But also, but now, it, but now it's like playing in a, you, you, it's like being able to step into a time machine. Oh, do you want I'm to saying, know what it was but like? But what
0: I'm saying is, how did, where, where have we lost our way? One minute we're absolutely in love with dog shit fields and a, and a bit of spicy wickets. And spicy wickets. And, the, and in the next breath, we're moaning at. At nauseam about what a, a, a little foot slip here and there.
1: What That's hap- all it was—a wh- little foot slip. What happened to uh, the home team creating favourable con- favourable conditions? Um, isn't that the idea of a home ground advantage? Exactly. So you, play to you, your strengths. Sorry, Brookvale Oval might just be Manly's 18th man. Play to your strengths.
0: Listen, boys. They do a walk around the, the field before the match. Try not to step here. Try not to step here. A few little landmines for the boys. A couple the of dog up.
1: poos that have been left yeah. on there
0: during the week. Avoid, avoid all these. Try if we, see if we can get the Roosters players stung up a little bit. Okay? And see if we can you know, use this to our
1: advantage. I think it's play on. Now, Brett Morris injured himself for the second time at Brookvale Oval. But
0: Brett Morris is is also fucking old. Correct.
1: Correct. And what, is that the only two times you've ever injured yourself, Brett? No, it's not. But also, uh, at what point do we start looking at Brett's relationship to Brookvale? Because Brett's injured himself twice. Like, I mean, maybe Brett's the problem here. Has anyone stopped to think that maybe Brett's the problem? Maybe he's got. Maybe he needs to learn how to play the Brookvale turf. Maybe you can't play it like you do on your, yeah, you know your run of the mill, state of the art, drained pitches.
0: Brett, you know what it's doing. You know what Brookvale is doing. It's exposing how flat footed you are. You're heavy on your feet. You got to be light. Yeah. You got to skip across the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fleet footed. Fleet footed, float like a butterfly staff. You know what it is? It's just, oh, this happened, so therefore it's that you know, like this what's where's the correlation? Where's the science? Yeah. I'd like to see the science. And if the science comes back and says, yes, there is, is a correlation, then we move to the next glaringly obvious uh, point, which is that you're very flat footed, Brett. Yeah. You're very old, mm. and this isn't the only time you've been injured. No. So what do you want me to do about it? No, what do you? want? Next time you get injured, when you retire, you're, you're going to blame Brookvale again? Are we, we going to read you complaining about Brookvale? About Lover? Brookvale again?
1: The source of all your problems apparently. Mm, God. Look, you got the W, mate. What else do you want? What you got to win. Need? You got to try even, I think. Look. And Manly lost. Learn how to
0: play away, bruh. There is something else I wanted to talk about, Tom. And it is Well, it's an interesting point. Mm -hmm. The more I read about it, the more I, you know, the more interested I become. Okay, okay, and that's that's about the relocation of a Sydney. It's the hot topic now. It's a very hot topic, one of the hottest (laughs) tops you're likely to come across this month. Well, I mean, this year, dude. No, but this year, because it's only going to ramp up, isn't it? Yeah, ahead of. uh, what is going to be a report handed down to the governing body, NRL commish? Commish slash Toddley slash Beta Peter, Beta Peter slash whoever else is relevant, but Dior on that? Mm. I'm not going to go through the fucking hierarchical system of the NRL and the game at large.
1: Wouldn't wouldn't be worth anyone's time. It's not going
0: to be worth my time. But if you read, if you if the reports are to be believed. A Sydney team will be moved, mm-hmm. okay? Now, we have we already know deep down in our lines that there's probably one too many NRL Sydney teams. There's nine. And the reason for that, the reason for that is not because we can't handle fucking nine teams, because we can handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah. As a city, we can handle nine NRL teams. It's, it's the money. It's the money thing. Are they financially viable? Yes. Because the punter and the dribbler, is gonna? They're not gonna want to see their team go. No, so there is still a want and a love and a need.
1: Yes, for but it's more. I think. I think that it's more about the uh, strategic uh, approach from the NRL to make this game truly national, Edward, and, and also to, to a- take advantage of you know uh, markets that otherwise are being ignored because there is a fuckload of teams in Sydney.
0: Yeah, true. But like as an example, I think there is. I think I counted there is ten teams in Melbourne. If you include Geelong, you know what I mean. Yes. So
1: it can be done. It's just that our clubs,
0: you know, we well, running, yeah. running at severe losses.
1: Yes, and there's just not that same culture in rugby league as there is in AFL to go to games because yeah. I think it's better enjoyed live in AFL, better better on TV in rugby league, whatever. A lot of yeah you know, of 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 the nine in Sydney, three being you know touted mm. as the ones to be moved: uh, mm. Cronulla, Wests, Manly. Now, can I tell you why? I've come to the decision I have about who should be moved. Yes. So, obviously Manly's been thrown in there, right? Yeah. But any fucker worth their rugby league salt, Eddie, great salt that is, knows that the Seagulls are the last bastion of the North in New South Wales between Sydney and Newcastle. It's a lot of territory. It's a lot of ground to cover, and to lose Manly then means you got no no presence in North of Sydney, which then just becomes heavily rugby union town, which no one cares about, to a degree. And but it, but, it, but rugby but rugby union country it, it would become. It would make no mistake, Edward. Rugby union country it would become, and. It just strategically, if I'm just thinking strategically already, and I'm being, I'm being a pure strategist here, right? Yes. You've got your strategy I've hat I've got on. My, uh, my, my strategy hat on. Your strategy hat. My strategy strat. <laughs> and so Manly, based on the strategy of let's try and, you know, maintain uh, our foothold a, a presence, in certain areas. Yeah, a presence in the north. A presence in the north. All the way up to Nui. All the way up to Nui, Manly stays. Central, Look, that's
0: Central Coast. Included. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Now, the next one we go to is Cronulla. So, Cronulla, uh, the Cronulla Sutherland Shire. Mm. They have a wonderful rivalry with the Dragons. A real defined area that they represent in the Cronulla Sutherland Shire. Defined, well-defined. Just been given a cash injection of 40 mil. Love that for them. And they're a good team. So, to me, Eddie, they stay. Now, we go to the West Tigers. Now, you've got to to remember here, the West Tigers is already a merger, an an arranged marriage, if you will. So, Uh, a a blending of your Campbelltown and your, like,
0: Narellan and your all that area out there vibes mixed in... Which is bizarre with your inner West Balmain.
1: Your beret wearers. Your beret wearers. So it's already become a very odd union. Yes, a very strange arranged marriage. But you've you've pissed off two fans by doing it, right? You've pissed off Wests mm. and you've pissed off Balmain. Yes. Now, if you were to move Manly or Cronulla, you've pissed off an entire third set of fans here. Rather than piss off a whole other set of fans, why not just send the West Tigers... To the West. To the West. The Wests. The West Tigers. Drop the S. Drop the S. The West Tigers. West Tigers. And now you've still just got these same two sets of fans that are still pissed off. Yeah. And Western Sydney, fucking dripping in teams. Dripping. Penrith, Parramatta. What else do you need? Dogs. Eels. Dogs. already said para, but that's all right.
0: You you get the point.
1: You don't need to have a a fucking dirty merger club in there. No. Just taking up space. Now, they're not doing well financially, but they're also in a position that no one really gives a fuck.
0: Well, they don't know who they are anymore. No. They've lost their identity in its entirety. Let's be honest. If you're listening and you're and you're an absolute frother... Of the Balmain Tigers, you're pissed off with this new merger, and if you're a fucking west Western Magpies boy through and through, you're pissed off too. Yeah, you're not really. I mean, you're you love going to Campbelltown Stadium to watch footy, and now you're being asked to come all the way into Leichhardt or go to that fucking shit old Sydney Olympic Park. I mean, you're furious, aren't you, mate? So stay furious. That's not going to change. No, be like you're already furious, brah. You're already furious. So look. I think it makes the most sense to, to keep people furious. Yes.
1: I mean, look. if But keep less people furious by keeping some people furious.
0: Yes. See, Manly is not going to leave the peninsula to go to Perth to watch. Not going to happen. No. Not going to happen. Same with Cronulla. They're happy down there, bro. They got waves. They got babes. Yeah. They're flopping about. Okay. They're not fucking going anywhere either. But you've already proved yourself to be travelers. Correct. You've proven yourself as nomadic. That's it.
1: Now, be the nomads that we want you to be, that we need you to be. The league needs you to be nom- to continue this nomadic, furious yeah. situation you find yourself in. Be furious, be nomadic, go to Perth. And also, before we wrap this up, shout out to Sam Perry from The Great Cricketer, who is still pushing the North Sydney Bears agenda on Twitter to no avail. No, yeah, keep trying, bro. I'd say he, he was like, he said, he said, uh, maybe we... Uh, just get rid of Manly and bring back the Bears. And I was like, no, you know what? The Bears are a great feeder team. The Bears are, are an elite feeder team to the top league clubs. But I don't think they're a top league club anymore.
0: He knows they're, he knows they're a feeder club. Yeah. Now, if your oval has got a cricket pitch on it year-round... you're feeder. It,
1: it feels very feeder to me. You're a very, it's tray feeder. It's so feeder. If you've got a
0: cricket pitch year-round on your field... And you have to like, you don't want to get tackled on it. That's feeder as fuck, bro. <laughs> it's so feeder. That's so feeder. It hurts yeah. how feeder that is. Yeah. So yeah. like if you, like, hey, another metric.
1: Yeah. You creep itchy around? You're a feeder club. It's checkies time. Get your checkies out. Uh, obviously, last weekend's tips pretty much got eight from eight, Eddie. Pretty much, like I tipped, mean, we tipped the tip
0: You could say tip the storm. You could say, oh, you didn't get the Cowboys and the Broncos. Well, Tama Lola, how were we to know he'd go out so early? He how went, do how were we to know he
1: got injured in the eighth minute?
0: How the fuck were we to know that? And if you haven't got a big barnstorm and boy running through the middle, all right, what what hope are you got?
1: If we can't help that one that's, happening. Uh, now sorry, that's not our that's not up, our fault. Uh, sharks, Titans, pick sharks. Newcastle, Penrith, at some point, someone needs to move Ponga to fullback, not our problem. And until he moves there, fuck, what do you want from us? What do you, what want? Do you want from us? You know what I mean? It's impossible to say. We do. assumed he'd be moved. But obviously he, he wasn't. Uh,
0: Manly Roosters, pinch of salt stuff. That was a pinch of salt. And you know it was. We, we said it's pinch of salt stuff.
1: And then Eels Dogs picked it.
0: Picked it. West Warriors, now, look. We actually misread that and thought that it was being played in New Zealand.
1: Yes. So, not our fault. Not our problem. So, essentially... Essentially eight, eight from eight. But we move on to round three, Eddie. Broncos, St. George. In, in, in Bronco land. I'm going Broncos. Bronx. Raiders Knights at GIO.
0: Huh? Oh, sorry. Uh, Raiders Knights. Raiders. I'm with you.
1: I'm Raiders. with you. Raiders. Raiders, uh, eels, roosters. Eels got their uh, tails up. They do have their their little their little tails they up. How good are they? Yeah, that's. I mean, you've roosters. beaten the dogs. Yeah, we're going roosters. Manly warriors specials. This will be also the uh, proper twelfth, proper fucked podcast. Yeah, you heard that right. So if you do not want to watch this game, or you want to save it till Sunday. Then and watch it with us. Watch it with us. By all means, do so. But obviously, Manly specials in this game. Specials. In New Zealand.
0: Christchurch. Look, be a lot of healing going on over there. Yep. Now, you might say, look, the Warriors will definitely get up for the people of Christchurch. But... There's
1: a lot of New Zealanders A lot in of New side. Zealanders
0: in, in the Manly side as well. And, look, Manly just... Desperate for a win, obviously. But That's why we love them.
1: Just get ready, proper twelve, proper fuck podcast. Uh, North Queensland versus Cronulla. I'm going Cronulla.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Cronulla up in as North well. Queensland. I'm going to go Cronulla as well. Like it. Melbourne, Penrith, Storm,
1: Storm, Storm, Storm. You can, uh, they seem untouchable.
0: West Canterbury,
1: West, West, every day of the week.
0: South Gold Coast, South, South every day so, of the week.
1: So look, get your checkies out. We're we're confident this week. That's eight from eight. Checkies out, checkies out. Broncos, Raiders, Roosters, Manly, Sharks, Storm, Tigers, Rabbits. Uh, you can thank us on Monday. Get your checkies out. In an
0: attempt to broaden our sporting base, like our knowledge. Yeah, Tom and I have been. Uh, we've been keeping an eye on AFL recently. Have we, Tom?
1: Absolutely, we have. The VFL, love it.
0: Love the VFL. Now, a story came across our desk. That we thought was very interesting. Yep. It's about three-time Premiership winner, Brown O medalist winner, Jason Akermanis. uh Some of you may remember him as the guy who thought that having a peroxide blonde head was doing him favours. Which it wasn't. Which it wasn't. I've got a photo of him now post fucking post peroxide.
1: What's his real colour? ginger
0: it's like it's like ginger red like you know it's like a brownie red but like you know he's pretty much you'd call him a redner, yes i'd call him a redner.
1: yeah it's a dark ginger yeah burnt ginger
0: burnt ginger so he's burnt ginger brown if you're you'd call that brown if If that was your hair color yeah if you're you're a ginger ginger, it's brown it's the
1: strawberry blonde of gingers you (laughs) know what i mean it's like you're making you're making it up
0: Now, Jason has been banned from his local golf course after reports of cheating.
1: This is all the more funny, though, to me, Eddie, because he had desires to turn pro in golf post-career. Now, Jason swears that he's had no issues at
0: any other golf club that he's been a member at, but at this specific golf course or club, he's had six violations, okay? Now... Off the bat, I would say that maybe it's correlating with your desire to become pro. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, maybe at your other golf clubs, you weren't—you had no desire to be pro. And now that you've sort of tried to tune things up a little bit, trying to take a couple of strokes here and there, I don't know. Kicking
1: the ball out of the rough. Maybe. You know what, though? Like, sports stars are so competitive, and especially ones that are so self-aware that they peroxide blonde their hair, that I tend to side with the people calling out Acker here?
0: So Acker said, it was the sixth time that I've had issues there and I'm not going back. Well, I don't know how welcome you were because from what I'm reading, you got banned. Yeah,
1: six-time cheat, dude. I don't think you had the the choice of whether you were and coming back. And six by. times is a lot,
0: mate. A lot. Now... I'll give you one of them. So, one of them, he's played the ball from out of bounds on the third hole. Very specific. I can see Acker playing the ball out of bounds.
1: Acker seems like the kind of guy that would play a ball from Win it, yeah. Win it all cost stuff. Win it all cost. Yeah.
0: Where's my ball? Can't find it. Need to perform here if I'm going to turn pro. Might just drop one, hit it out of the rough. Yeah. Or out of bounds. Someone's picked up on it. Someone wasn't happy. Now, this one, this next one's interesting. All right? Now, Acker reckons that a witness has gone to the, the club or the committee and said, I've just seen that motherfucker put down a four when he got a six, right? So reckons he got a par, Blake counted six shots. Now, Acker goes, I knew he was watching. My first ball was in for four, and I told my playing partners to watch this, so I had a bit of a play around. I knew what the guy was doing. It's an absolute joke.
1: Now, I have played a fair
0: bit of golf, yeah. and I've never seen anyone do that. Cheat, take a four
1: and then go oi, Like, watch me b- b- pretend to get six. Oh, he said, "Is yeah. that is that what is that what he's saying?" That's what he's saying. He's saying, "Watch me pretend to, to get, get six. six, but I actually she got, got four. four. No, that's never happened. <laughs> no, has that ever happened in the history? <laughs> no, of golf? Hacker, that's never happened. <laughs> Sorry. Bunnies and dribbles, We are brought to you by Ned's. They are the betting platform of choice here at Hello Sport. Now, you can follow along all of our bets at the, in the About Even uh, private group on the Neds app. You can also following our profiles. As I've been saying, my civilian bets are where I seem to be doing my best work. My About Even bets starting to improve. I can feel myself starting to improve. I did hit two on the weekend.
0: After after back-to-back
1: triple-staked losses. The, the, the triple-staked <laughs> losses for unit scoopers have absolutely... The cut to fucking uh, the Tiger King. I may never recover from this, um, but the the civilian bets is where you can you can see me get to my work, and that is on the profiles.
0: Good for you, Tommy.
1: Uh, Ned's best
0: in the business. Come join along. Join our About Even group if you'd like as you well. Mean, you wow, know,
1: well Eddie, just, you're just repeating me now, are you? I didn't hear you say that. You just, where, where, were you? where were you? Where were you? Pixies. Where were you, mate? Pixies. Full pixie stuff. So now you're just going to say, you're going to talk about the fucking profiles tab as no. well? You're going to talk He's about the Bad Even baby. group? Yeah? Bad yeah, how do you get in there? That's what I said, Code yeah. Dribblers. Oh, okay, there you go. Good. Yeah. What, 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 What's this ad for again? Neds. Oh, yeah, great point. Glad you're listening. Pixies. Pixie simps. Shout out to Neds. We love you, Neds. We love you. Go Manly.
0: Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.
1: Punters and dribblers, there's two days left to uh, be in the chance to play golf. Be in the chance? Be in with the chance to play golf at Shorty's with myself and Eddie. Um, Buy a six-pack, of big day rosé at halosport.shop. You will go in the running. We picked two winners from the month of April. But what are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple
0: Bang, Rosé on there, code Manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's
1: right. Gull it up. Dude, that's, that <laughs> that's hasn't when, happened that's before. That's when your story crumbles. Yeah, yeah. at the start, it was... It was- possible to believe that some, you know, some young throbbers out there, some scallywag throbbers had started a movement, which before I finish, we're completely on top of, which is calling out Acker for cheating at any point. But it seems like now maybe there absolutely were grounds for calling you out because that's never happened before.
0: If you get a four, brah. You go, beautiful. Just pick your ball out. You hold, it, and and But also, you hold the flag for the other boys, maybe. You
1: turn around and you see the guy that's trying to fucking yeah, call you out for cheating. And you go, him fucking
0: off. see that cunt? How many was that? Was that four, <laughs> bra? What, bra? You shout at that motherfucker. Yeah. If he's been one of the blokes who's got it out for you, which clearly you think he does. That's a par, bra. You turn around, you flick him the bird, and you go, did you get a load of that, cunt? That's four, bro. That's par stuff. <laughs> I
1: mean, you are up and about. Look, don't like doing the beater of the week for someone that you feel like doesn't necessarily deserve it. But while we are on AFL, unfortunately we have to give out the beater of the week to uh to Nat Fife. Who <laughs> uh Fremantle were playing uh North Melbourne, I think. Do your own research on that one, Punish Dribblers. But they've just at the start of the game, and again it is on our Instagram, at Hellasport Podcast, uh that's gone up to his opposition man just to shake his hand. Good luck for the game. Let's get it going. And the guy's shaking his hand, and li- before the handshake is even done, just like shoved him out of the way. Just pushed him. Completely. Oh, it's it's a it's a shove. It's a real shove. And but but very
0: fluid. It's sort of he goes in for the handshake and gives him a halfy, gives of, him a half shake, but then it's kind of pulls him into the push. It was, it was pulls him into the push. Pulls him into the push.
1: And poor old Nat's standing there looking beater as fuck.
0: Well, look, I mean, you could say that, ha- that shit happens all the time in AFL, to which I would agree, but it's it's the manner in which it happens and the manner in which Fife
1: deals with but it. But also, it happens, right? During the game, it happens, but before the fucking yeah. balls have been bounced? No. It, it, look, I haven't seen it before. And all he was trying to do was just be a good bloke, so I feel sorry for him. Like, Does he deserve to be beater of the week? No, but you can't help it. Look, when when you get beated. Of course you don't want it.
0: And sometimes you don't deserve it. But that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. No. Some of the greats get beated and some of the greats become beaters. That's just the way of life. That's it's the way circle it goes.
1: of life. It's it's the way it goes. You can't really It's the that. it's
0: the animal kingdom, baby. It's yeah. ruthless out there. You gotta stay on your toes at all time and Fife let his guard slip and was punished ruthlessly.
1: Yeah. And it's as simple as that. On a big scale. Don't
0: let your guard down, bro. Yeah, that's otherwise it. you're gonna get beated on a domestically. Global's global stuff. Global
1: the podcast this week, Eddie. It's brought to you by Bareback Bill Tong, made from grass-fed Aussie beef. The original and smoked chili flavors are sure to get your taste buds dribbling. Now, I know last week I ate it. This week, it hasn't arrived, and I promise you that. Or if it has, maybe it's been stolen. Or well, maybe you've eaten it again. I haven't eaten it again.
0: And I'm not ruling that out. I, Eddie? The more I think about it and the more that you've crapped on about how utterly delicious it is, the more it is is—it is becoming abundantly clear no, it's, you have once again eaten my share. I
1: haven't eaten your share. That I promise you. Where was it sent? Sent to my house. So I know. I understand. But it's not... Flags. I, it hasn't come to my house. It has it. It might be the post the office amount, the in amount fairness. You, the amount you crap on about how delicious it is. Bareback's very first creation, Makes the original collection, provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend coupled with Bareback's secret ingredients allows it to be a huge favourite, Eddie.
0: Oh, yes, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's a huge favourite of yours, mate.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it is. Cold smoked for six hours using the unique Bareback method... Their smoked chili is the perfect blend of spiced and smoked.
0: Oh, smoked, is it? Yeah. I know the big boy likes smoked. The simple
1: oaky boy The likes simple oaky flavour heightened by the addition of their secret spices provides a truly, truly rare and delicious flavor, Eddie.
0: Now I know you flogged them. <laughs> I know. After
1: you read that, smoked, spices, secrets. Delivered across Australia. Yep. Uh Eddie, Nick Curios back in the news. Not exactly a friend of the show, but obviously we're we're well, gonna love relationship well, look, with Nick, we like him.
0: Look, I'm not an- I'm I'm not anti Nick. I'm anti Bernie. So we're, we're very I'm anti. I'm not I'm, a, I'm not anti Nick. I think no. I, I think Nick's can be a bit of a clown, but I'm also sort of into Nick every
1: now and then. You know yeah. what I mean? He's entertaining as fuck. Yeah. He's the Happy Gilmore at tennis.
0: Fuck yeah! What some of his shots? You go, holy. Fuck! If you trained like more than ten minutes a day, you yeah. could you would have won a slam dunk. Yeah. If you out.
1: stopped playing video games for and fucking basketball 10 minutes. and shit, you would
0: have won a slam,
1: bro. One hundred percent. Because you you're never going to be a basketballer, Nick. We know that. And I mean, anyone can play. Like I've seen
0: videos of you. You're pretty handy. Like you're tall. You're good for a tennis player.
1: Yeah, you know what though, but like. I just don't think But Nick's- that doesn't get you to the NBA. No, it doesn't. And I also don't think Nick's gonna excel at any other sport than tennis. But
0: you can literally not train in
1: tennis and still be in the sort of like Djokovic. Yeah. And the so- Dahl and shit. So like I'd like Nick to maybe put down the controller, pick up the racket. But obviously, like, you know, you can do that at your own pace
0: because we've had this talk before and you you didn't really listen. No. So I mean that's not why we're here That's today. not
1: why we're here. Do whatever you want.
0: What we're here to discuss is what I wanted to get your thoughts on is Nick has become uh, a proponent of the underarm serve. Now, the benefit of doing so is if you're – because he's a big servant, naturally.
1: Big, strong fucker. Big, strong fucker. yes, Terrible body, but yes.
0: If you're facing a Nick Kyrgios serve, you know, 220-plus clicks, you're standing pretty deep in the court. So Kyrgios likes to throw a little underarm in just to keep you on your toes. Often gets the point because the boat can't get there. See a lot of people are like it's against the spirit of the game and all that shit. I'm like, but it's it's legal though. Mm. It's legal. Yeah. If it was,
1: it's not illegal. No, it's not illegal. But this is, and just think we can have the two conversations at once. The man cat in cricket, where mm. when there's a bowler, the batsman at the non-striker's end leaves the crease in an attempt to back up uh, for for a run, and then you run him out. Yeah. Ravi Ashwin did it to Josh Butler in the IPL. Sparks flew. Josh was given out. He wasn't given a warning, which he meant to do. Not in the spirit of cricket either, but it is within the laws of cricket.
0: What I would say on the man card, follow me on this. Yep. Is I would I would go, Oi, brah. You are way out of your crease. And if you fucking keep this up, I will man-cad you. You're getting an official warning from, from me. me. <laughs> all right, motherfucker? You're, you're out by... You're off. You're halfway down the pitch by the time I bowled. And it's annoying me because you're a fat, useless fucker. And you know you need that extra that extra distance. Yeah. So be warm, bro. Yeah. You keep this shit up, you're getting man-catted. All right? And I'd make it vocal as fuck next to the stump mics. Everyone heard it. Yeah. I reckon then a man cards play on because you're taking the piss out of me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So if you keep if you keep that up, I'm going to take the piss Piss out out of you. you. But it's not like if they're like you know a couple of inches out, whatever. I'm like I'm like I'm talking about that fat girthy bloke that needs the extra. He needs the s- star. Yes,
1: he needs particularly in like
0: one day 2020 cricket where, runny, where runs runs uh... are. You don't see it in the test arena. No. Not as important. No, it's really but when good. you're desperado for dem runs yeah. and that pajama stuff, yes, they take the piss a bit. They do, take and the I reckon piss. I reckon that's when you turn around and go, mate, this is your official warning, yeah, from
1: me. To you're, you. gonna oh, you're
0: gonna get fucking mate. You're gonna get man counted, bro. And then that, I think then I think after that. If you've been given the official warning, it should be then... It, like, all the embarrassment should be then on, on the, the batsman. Like, bro, you just got man-catted, you dopey fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: No, I'm with you there. I like that. See, now, I don't think that's how it went down with Ravi. No, I'm, no it wasn't. Ravi but just, just uh, Ravi. Just no, Ravi's a ruthless motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Ravi, Ravi went too far.
1: Ravi went too far there and just man-catted him straight up. Yeah. And Joss was fuming. Which I, I think is... I, probably against the spirit, the spirit of the game. Well, then, what about this underarm shot? Because I, the underarm serve that Curious does do, because yes, it does work. But it's, now,
0: yeah, look, it does work.
1: But it's that if, if we're using the ManCAD warning system,
0: <laughs> which okay, I know so, is the same. Okay, okay, so maybe it is. If you keep standing that far backwards, maybe, maybe, maybe gives him a fake one, but doesn't actually go through with it. You know what I mean? So, so like drop, drops
1: the ball, goes to hit it. Is that not a fault if don't you know. drop the ball? I think it or is. Or you go like so you you I don't maybe you just gesture it. Right. Maybe I'm gonna trick you with the give him, underarm. Give him the eyes,
0: give him the gesture, go, mate, maybe you just say the underarm serves on today. Be aware of it.
1: Yeah, be ready for it. Be
0: ready for it. Maybe just on the change your hands. Listen, mate. Thinking about thinking about fucking getting in your head. <laughs> thinking
1: about underarming a couple. <laughs> thinking about underarming you today. It's up to you. It's within the rules, bruh.
0: Yeah. I am i will let you know I'll be a gentleman and let you know that there may be one coming today. There may not be.
1: Yeah, but there might be a couple of underarms. That's almost as powerful as dropping <laughs> the underarm itself. I might be donkey dropping here, bro, so don't be know. ready. Yeah, it's
0: up to you. But don't I wouldn't stand too far back.
1: I wouldn't go too far back only because you know as well as I do, the donkey drops well within the, the laws of tennis.
0: And you know what? When the great Roger Federer, the goat, comes out saying it's in the rules, then I, you know.
1: did GOAT say that? GOAT said that. Did he today? Yeah.
0: Well, he said it. He said it when uh, Kyros Underarm like a week ago. Yeah,
1: because he did it to Rafa the other day, and Rafa was yeah. not a happy little Spanish bull.
0: Yeah, no, he was not. He was. He'd seen red. The yeah. bull.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was at the running of the bulls. You know what I mean? He was.
0: Furious. Oh, he was about to.
1: Jump that it was about to jump that net Spaniard. and get into some
0: gore work. Yeah. And I wouldn't like to see that bull gore. Dude,
1: goring Kyrios up against the fucking the fence, ball boys and tears. Just
0: just forearming him. I mean forehanding him, you know, just whipping <laughs> yeah, it around yeah, his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, helicopter stuff. Yeah. Wouldn't be much left to Nick if no. he if if uh, the bull started to deploy the old forehand or no, him.
1: look, Nick not But physical. when but
0: when the goat comes out and says it's in the rules with a bit of a cheeky grin, I think I know what he's saying. He's saying is, just warn him first, bro.
1: Yeah, just warn them, bro. And man-cad the fuck at him. Now, did you see Nick get into a little bit of a stoush with some rich Miami fuckhead? Oh, my God, bro. That Miami fuckhead. In
0: his big plush seats, did you see his missus next to him she dying was of shame? Dude, and stays as well. Yeah, of course she
1: did because this guy. And I guarantee you, he wasn't player. leaving with him. No, this that, guy is like you know they were good seats. So this guy just looked like some cashed up Miami fucker. Yeah, bag. right.
0: He's he's sitting where Rocket Rod would Where sit. Rocket Rod would <laughs> <sit>. <laughs> He was in
1: Rocket Rod territory. Picture
0: where picture where the uh, the melted the ro- candle of Australian tennis. Or where the royal box is at Wimbledon. Yes, those seats, big plush fucking blue comfortable
1: they look comfortable they look comfy as fuck but he looked like a fuckwit. he looked like a real fuckwit. also bro you're there to watch tennis you're not there to become part of the spectacle and why are start you yelling shit. at why are you yelling up? at the tennis player you dumb fuck
0: and like curious at one point it was like mate i'm 22 and you're like screaming at me you're like 55 what
1: are you doing here bro why are you out here watching me play on a why sunday bother? night like what have you got nothing else to do like dude get get your life together
0: and cute Kyr- but Curious to his credit says all those things, and then the crowd starts to turn on this fat, Fucking useless loser, loser from Miami, which is hilarious. And then he's escorted by police and They're starts
1: like, flipping him the bird. And you're like, "Dude, I hope you're drunk, dude. So, like, I hope you're wasted, so you can wake up." No, but also, sorry, but I also,
0: pissed. I know the type of bloke you are.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, you're a fuckwit. You're a fuckwit. You're a full-time fuckwit.
0: You drive a convertible. You get Uber blacks or a luxe guy.
1: Well, whatever the best one is. Yeah. The one that's completely unnecessary.
0: And then talks about it. Yeah. To everyone that'll yeah. listen.
1: You tell people how expensive your watches are. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: That sort of shit.
0: That sort of bloke.
1: Yeah. You have two Porsches. Both convertibles. Yes. You have a room for your shoes. Get your shit together. You fuckwit.
0: And also not well endowed.
1: No, doesn't have a doesn't have a fucking piece doesn't have him. a
0: kickstand. I like, will give you the hot tip. No
1: kickstand, no trunk to speak of. He's just been through his fourth divorce. He's now here with some hottie who's there because he's cashed up, and now he's just embarrassed himself globally. I mean, if we really want to talk about beater of the week, that was a global beatering from a twenty-two-year-old. When you're a fifty-year-old, uh, we've just changed beater of the week. Nat Fife might just get a reprieve.
0: Nat Fife has just received a reprieve. This is the first time this has ever happened. It's the first time in history of the podcast that we've ever taken back a Beater of the Week and handed it to another man. But now that we've thought about it, now that we've nutted it out, as you should when you're handing out Beater of the Week, you need to make sure it's spot on. Yeah. It's been removed from Nat. You're lucky, bro. Very lucky. It never happened before. So you're lucky, bruh. And it's been
1: given to this fuckwit for a Miami. The Miami fuckbag. The Miami fuckbag. So... His tiny little willy has dropped off and wriggled away to find an alpha. And in this case, that alpha is Nick Curios.
0: So his dick just got bigger. His
1: dick just got a little bit bigger because he just alpha the fuck out of this guy. So
0: congratulations to Nick, who grew a tad. And fuck off to the beta, who
1: is now dickless. All right, Punished Dribblers, just quickly, before we get into this next topic, we are talking about Conor McGregor here. Just a little heads up before you listen to it, just so you know. Uh, We recorded this chat before the news broke around the allegations of Conor McGregor allegedly sexually assaulting someone in Ireland back in December. Uh, Very grubby stuff. If true, jail for you, brah. But just so you know, the ensuing conversation is merely about Conor's retirement. We aren't ignoring the fact that he is now embroiled in a sexual assault controversy. We just didn't really know about it uh, until after recording. So on with the show. Eddie, this just came to light as we were about to begin recording. Oh, this is hot off the press, so to speak. One of the great podcasts of all time, Hello Sport, and this just broke. Eddie, could you please regale the punter and the dribbler with the latest bit of news? So
0: before Tom and I sat down to spit gold... (laughs) <laughs> we're gold spitters. Oh, uh, you know, that's, yeah. You know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Prospectors p- could pan our mouths for yeah, gold. Yeah, look. I mean, look, I'm not going to rule out a gold
1: rush. No. In the near future. Yeah. Um, Old Sydney town might start back up again.
0: Yeah. Maybe you'll find us out of Ballarat. I don't know. Ballarat vibes. <laughs> People mining my mouth for that gold. Panning,
1: mate. Gold panners and prospectors showing up at our mouths as we sleep, panning for gold as it spews forth. (laughs)
0: Look, Dior.
1: Dior, all that bullshit. Um, Uh, What's the latest?
0: (laughs) Conor McGregor has announced his retirement from MMA. Now, what did he say? This is what he said. From Conor McGregor on Twitter. Hey, guys, quick announcement. I've decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today. I wish all my old colleagues well going forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture, already in retirement. Proper penicillatas on me, fellas. What do we make of this? He's announced his retirement before.
1: That one was certainly less believable because he didn't have fucking hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. This... I mean, I don't fucking know him from a bar of soap, Conor McGregor, but it doesn't feel
0: real, real to me. He's there's been, something. There's something about how he's written it
1: that, like, it and seems, why now. Yeah, and also, like, you just you is think this th- is this like a, is this is, promotional?
0: But is he he's I think his band's almost up from Khabib, or if it isn't, it's it's up now. And maybe this is I. Maybe it's promotional. Maybe it's a give me what I want UFC, which is fucking equity or yeah. fuck off.
1: Because I mean, because you know what I mean? The, he's been doing this proper 12 uh, promo run where he's been going around to all these bloody places, you know, talking to the Boston Bruins and shit, which is all very awkward. But he was always talking about he's coming back like he's coming back. He's got he's coming back to fight. He doesn't want to go out after getting absolutely fucking monstered monster.
0: Yeah, his- what's changed? Something's changed because two seconds ago, you're like, who wants it? You're fucking fighting. I mean, you're hitting the heavy bag going, who's next? And yeah, all this you're shit. talking
1: about you're going to fight Cowboy. You'd fight Nate. You'd fucking you fight. This sound- baby man. It sounds cheeky. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Yeah. He's done a lot to try and stay. And look, this is a lot of the reason why we reached out to the punter and the dribbler for a new alpha because it's getting a bit fucking tedious at the moment with Mystic Max. But it just seems like a bit of bullshit again to me
0: it's look it reads like bullshit to me my bullshit detectors are sensing something and my first guess would be some sort of dispute with the ufc about who returns to fight and at what price he's going to get paid that's what it feels like to me now if if this is a legitimate retirement tweet tom i would say this to connor give us that fucking trilogy fight with nate diaz you owe I mean, us that trilogy. give us fight. that fucking trilogy fight the first two were absolute bangers the second in particular was elite stuff the greatest fight of all time give us that trilogy yarn have to like if you want to go out like fucking legit as fuck go out beating nate at 155 if if that's where you want to fight him give us all the puncher and the dribbler who have followed you on this
1: journey a trilogy yarn And then you can go off and do whatever the fuck you want. Just a reminder, as we said earlier, the Proper 12 Proper Fuck podcast will be recorded this weekend. Mm. Uh, Eddie and I will be watching. Look, I mean, I think it might even be a little ambitious to assume we'll knock it all off in one game, but we're going to... Look, we're going to give it a fucking We're going to rip into this... From proper twelve t- from two thirty onwards, we'll be having a crack. We're going to be ripping into this uh, proper twelve whiskey. We have got a big bottle of it, courtesy of Sam Hiles, punter in the dribbler over in England, uh, and courtesy of the one Conor McGregor, that we are going to be watching Manly versus the Warriors,
0: three pm Saturday. It will be filmed. It will be recorded. Yes. Now, if you'd like to, if you've if you've got fuck all to do on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday, doesn't matter when. And you want to watch the game, or replay the game, rather, and watch and listen to us? Sure. Because it, it could be a, a, a steaming pile of shit, but it also yeah. could be maybe all right. Well,
1: look, know. we're going to film it. The film, we aren't going to release the full video because who knows what could go on there. But we will release a podcast of it. So... With some footage, maybe. We don't know. With some footage. Look, we, we, we don't release, we, we we really, don't really don't know. Much. We really don't know. So... All uh, we're saying is it's coming. It's coming. And it's coming in like three days, four yeah, days. So time. get ready for that. But So that'll be our ready for you either on a Sunday, Monday, probably Sunday, but like a Sunday Arvo because our editor's probably going to be hung over. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see with that one. That should be a bit of fun. Uh, wanted to shout out, Eddie, VB to a punter and a dribbler, uh, Chris Dorney? Yeah. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Now – this is also a bit of a public service announcement for the punter and the dribbler as well, which which Dorney sort of sent us in. Was trying to do some uh, dumbbell presses whilst whilst listening to the podcast. He was getting into some press work, Tom. Now, obviously listening to us comes with a guarantee of some giggles. Giggles guarantee. JJs. So you got to be prepared for some giggles coming if you're doing a dumbbell press. Now I don't know how I don't know if Dorney lifts heavy. Probably not. He might Whoa. have been. He might have been doing. He might have been pushing. Never, a I mean, bit too look, hard.
0: I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and say that he wasn't lifting the heaviest he can lift.
1: Maybe, maybe he was. Uh, you know, maybe he was lifting to failure, where it's like you can't go anymore. But hard to say. He sent He's listened to the podcast. Something made him giggle. Possibly all of it. He's dropped a dumbbell on his face. Yes. Now he is okay, but bruised. We. Believe. He has survived. Has survived, but may have a black eye. Has a black eye. So, VB to you, Chris.
0: Thank you for the public service announcement. Um, we're just, you know, as as long as punters and dribblers globally, Tom, are as safe as they can be. That's all that matters to us. That's all that matters.
1: But, Eddie, I think that's us for the week. That's us for the week. It's been a, a dri- dribble-laden week. No interview this week. What I do want to say before we go, what I am going to do, because it's officially this week been a year since... The ball tampering scandal in South Africa. Yeah. I wanted to give the punter and the dribbler uh, a little opportunity to listen to our reaction for how that was. Because basically, when that happened, we just downed tools, and the whole th- podcast was dedicated to the, the sandpaper game. Tools
0: were down, bro. Tools completely. We had down. to get onto the job. Of sorting that mess out. Because yeah. make no mistake, it was one of the great messes in Australian history. That's right. And who better to
1: dissect that Wade situation. through the
0: mess, to dissect te- help it. Help make
1: sense of it. To, to help make of sense of the, it the
0: pun of the dribbler than us. And,
1: and that's what we did. It's exactly what we did. So, what I'm going to do is, we're going to drop the podcast. To, this podcast will drop tomorrow, but also, I'm going to just drop the other one as well. Listen to both. I'm just going to reshare the fucking the old cricket one. Uh, and listen to it if you want don't listen to it if you don't want to but i think that in commemoration of what has been an absolutely diabolical year in australian cricket uh started by the ball tampering sandpaper uh, gate sandpaper gate i feel like this is almost a nice little
0: bow i think it i think it's part of the healing process i think so it, don't bo- you? it
1: bows nicely
0: let's heal let's heal together let's heal. and march forward to world cup glory world cup glory and Ashley's glory that's it Thomas has been a lot of past podcast. This room is fucking hot. Hush. I need to get out of here.
1: Yep, Curtly Bill, please reach out. Punish dribblers. If you are listening, please slide into Curtly Bill's DMs and ask him to reach out, or just tag him in our posts, or just comment on his posts at Hellasport Podcast. Just bombard him. Bombard him, Curtly. Please reach out. Um, until next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?